The correct answer for this week's quiz question is Zuna, Time Collapse, Warp Toad, Colossi Cannon, and Emergency System. If you got it right, congratulations. If you're not sure what quiz I'm talking about, this quiz is released on our Twitter account at Need More Buffs every Monday, and the answer will be given on the beginning of each new episode, which is released on Tuesday. Thanks for playing. Welcome to the Need More Buffs podcast, the unofficial Lightseekers podcast sponsored by DeliveryCrab.com. DeliveryCrab.com your number one source for Lightseekers cards, and three points of healing. Hello and welcome to episode five of Need More Buffs. Today I have with me another member of our online Lightseekers League. This is Thomas. And I I, I will forewarn you that Thomas had to record this interview while he was still in his car. So there may be a few ambient noises you hear in the interview that I wasn't fully able to edit out. But... This interview, I think, is very much worthwhile, and so I didn't want to just skip it completely. So I hope you bear with me as we go through this. As always, if you'd like to follow along, the show notes for this episode can be found at deliverycrab.com slash 005. That's deliverycrab.com slash 005. That's the episode number that will contain not only any links that we talk about, but the deck list so you can view the cards that we talk about as well. Now let's get into this interview. Welcome back to Need More Buffs. I'm your host, Matt Sonnenberg, and today I have another guest with me that I met in the Online Lightseekers League. I haven't actually gotten to play against him yet, but maybe someday in the future. This is Thomas. How are you doing today, Thomas? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm not doing bad at all. So, for all our listeners out there, um, I would like to know, do you have a background in TCGs other than Lightseekers? Um, kinda. This is, since I've gotten older, this is the first one I actually really got into. But previously, back when I was like six or seven, I played Pokemon the card game. Okay. That, yeah, that, that seems to be a fairly popular one that we uh, hear about from... Uh, some of our interviewers that like, I, I think Pokemon is probably one of the closest comparisons you can get to Lightseekers, although it's still not quite the same. Uh, no, I would have to, I'd have to say probably um, UFC, UFC or UFS would probably be the closest. Sure. Um, so like, have you been playing Pokemon this whole time or just back in, back in the day type of thing? It was back in the day. Uh, I actually fell out with all card and board games. Just didn't know anyone who played them, and then I found a shop, and you know, became part of the family in a way. Wonderful. That's that, that's the great part about games. That can really bring people together. Uh, but then, the, so the big question is: if you haven't been in TCGs lately, how did you find out about Light Seekers, or what what got you back into them? Um. One of my my friend, he owns uh, a card and board game shop. Okay, I I was talking to him one day, and he invited me out, and 
I've been coming to a shop because it's right beside my college. And one day I just demoed the game and I fell in love with it. I think I bought a pack the very a boost a starter the very next day and haven't put it down since. It's great to hear. Yeah, I, I hear I hear that story a lot too. I've actually seen that happen at my local card shop. Like the the, the day I went to demo it, I think we sold uh maybe six starter packs then and then i think some people even went and bought like full booster boxes at the same time it's kind of crazy how people jump into this yeah we had a guy who just bought like a booster box and built a deck out of that i was impressed wow so he went he went two and one with it <laughs> that's even more impressive it was. all right all right so um you have a deck here that you've shared with me that is from from what you tell me it's quite impressive like i said i haven't i haven't gotten to play against you yet so i i'm i can't wait to see this in action cuz looking at the list it's actually different than many of them i've seen before but um i'll just run down the card list here the cards will always be listed in the show notes on the website for anybody that that's wants to uh check this out later but um let's see we have your hero malia um, she's the one that allows you to increase your damage from combos by one. So that, that gets me thinking this is going to be a combo heavy deck, but, uh, we get the healing rain, lightning storm, eye of the storm, storm wall, and tornado, uh, jumping down into the attack cards. Then we get two crackling beasts, one dust fiend, three heroic starfish, two sneaky creebles three spark wisps and two umbran thieves uh the defend cards include two delivery crabs gotta love those two umbran marauders three vitalizing frogs uh then the buffs include one cloud harvester three hurricane spirits uh two thunder slugs three storm shamans and one storm whisperer so I usually like to start with this. How did you go about building this deck? What was it? Did you base it around your hero? Did you base it around a certain style of play? Did you base it around the combos? Where do you begin building a deck? Um, I actually, I originally, I played with the boost, the, the original starter pack. Sure. I played with it. I found what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it. Okay. And I rebuilt it. To my play style, I I did notice that a lot of what was in here did seem to be similar to that starter bet starter deck. Yeah, I am. Um, I play I play either I, I play a very aggressive style. I don't like sitting around waiting. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. It, it, it's it, it it it's a very quick game overall, so it's not surprising that yeah you want to push it even farther. My deck, if you really look at all this stuff, it's all high hit, high healing, or it's a hit and healing. I have very few that do, like, I have a couple that are heal and draw a card or just draw cards. But overall, I'm going to hit you really hard or I'm going to heal hard. But I'm not going to defend. I'm not going to back off. I'm just going to take the damage and hit you for damage. Okay. Um, so I, I guess... Addressing the the combos right away, so I I found it interesting that y- you have 
a hero that increases your combo damage. Yet you have two combos in here that are strictly healing. Is that by design or just you needed more healing in the deck? It's a bit both. Okay. I had to pull in one of my buffs for this, but Storm Whisperer, yep. I believe it's what it increases all damage and healing from combos by two. Yes. Doesn't matter what the combo is. So if I'm healing for an example, uh, healing rain, it's the first rotation I believe is on four. It's true. If I have storm place, that makes it a six. It's just Malia. I believe I pronounced that right. Is very good on the combo attacks, but I needed something. I couldn't just do an all combo deck because if something is taken out, it's over. So I used it to where I can heal. But if I I can also play for high damage combos, if that at all makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So yeah, it looks like I think yeah, tornado is the only one that is the rest of your combos are all buffs. So they they're gonna let be last multiple turns. Then tornado is the only one that does is an attack does the instant damage. And allows you to get some cards back out of your uh, discard. It, Tornado, my surprise. It's the yeah. one that you expect. If you see four buffs, you're not going to expect a giant attack. <laughs> it's true. Like in your experience, okay. Better question, I guess, to start off with is: Do you know or roughly how many games you've played with this deck? I have played. Uh, single player, I play um, probably fifteen or sixteen. Okay, and it has. Yep. Uh, Go ahead. Yet to lose. Impressive. My heart it is nature. Nature okay. is. Just, it's the one that got me down to like three health, and then I finished the guy off because I got very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so I. My question is, like, out of those 15, 16 plays, how often have you actually gotten to play Tornado? Honestly, I think I played it once. And is that just because it you, you didn't you weren't able to draw it, or does it have something to do with the cost? Because it, it's it's one of the most expensive combos out there, and I I know some people who strictly just ignore any combo that costs four. They think it's too expensive, or they don't want to put that many cards into it. Have you? Do you? Do you is there a reason why you haven't played very much? It's a mix, but one I don't draw it, or when I do draw it, I use it to usually pay for another combo, unless I miss the rules. Because, but you can overpay for combos, from what I understand. Oh yeah, and, uh, then that should not be a problem. And Tornado can pay for any single one of my combos. That's true. That does line up very nicely. Yeah. So it's usually my... I'm sacrificing this card to put it in my... Uh, re-put it back in my deck to play Stormwall normally. Okay. It's the... It's just, it just ensures that no matter... If I draw this card, I can play any of my other combos no matter what. I like it. I like it. It's It's a brutal style. Definitely, yeah. E- easy way to get combos out there. If you can pay for a combo with one card as opposed to two, or th- two, three, four cards, that, that that's going to um, be a benefit to you, I think. It's a game changer because you're drawing one back no matter what. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're just replacing that card. 
And if you're low on funds at that point, if you're low on cards, you if you get really lucky, you just pull tornado again. <laughs> yeah, that would be something, definitely. Before. Uh the the other interesting thing I noticed about your deck here is that you have a a fairly high amount of unaligned cards. You have the Sneaky Creeple, the Umbran Thief, and the Umbran Marauder, and I think two of each, if I remember correctly. And I, it, it, w- were those the three that came in the starter deck? I believe so. Um, would you like me to explain my logic behind carrying those those three? Absolutely. Sneaky Creeble. I can increase his damage, but its damage cannot be reduced. So I can hit for as much as I want to with that card. And from what I understand, or at least I'm hitting you for four, regardless of whatever you have in play. Yes. Um, Umbron Marauder. Um, I I I've been pretty low on health before, and if I hit you for with that one with a Storm Shaman in play, that's ten damage. Ten health in this game is an impressive amount. Yeah, and, and ten from one hit that's not a combo can be pretty devastating as well. And well, I can, I, I can see that even more because. He, if if you have that shaman in place and you have a, another attack card, say like a, a spark wisp or something that you're playing as well, like the spark wisp is going to be able to do with the shaman out there is going to be able to do nine damage, and then even even though most heroes won't let you play two lightning cards, which are generally your attack cards in this deck, mm-hmm. uh, that yeah, the umber marauder allowing you to do another ten, you could easily do nineteen in one turn. That, I can. Is that something you've done before? Yes, it's actually something I've done multiple times, <laughs> and I've done this one time, and it's my favorite. But I placed, I play my Stormwall combo, and uh, the next rotation on the second turn, I play uh, in this order. I play the um, Cloud Harvester and Storm Shaman. Okay. Then the next turn. I hit you for four because of Stormwall. And then, oh no, sorry, it's Storm Shaman, then Cloud Harvester. Then the Storm Shaman flips. Then Cloud Harvester hits you for five. I can, I'll normally, um, at that point, I'll play the Umbron Defend uh, Marauder and a Crackling Beast. And I'll remove my Cloud Harvester from play, making that 24 damage in one turn. And next turn, Stormwall flips before, uh, Storm Shaman flips out, and that does uh, nine damage with my uh, hero in play. Sure. So I'm hitting, or essentially, doing the math, I'm hitting for like thirty some odd damage, and in, in, over the course course of four turns. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that, that's a nice set of moves right there. Definitely. You attack me. You can defend and buff me, but you can't attack me, which is really hard if you're playing another storm deck. So I I, I do play. Storm fairly often, fairly like I've been working on a deck recently, and the, the the biggest problem I run into, especially especially when using Stormwall, like Stormwall needs to be in just about any Storm deck, but when you get to that second turn and deactivates, do you have do you see people being able to remove it during that second turn or be able just being able to attack you enough to, I mean, 
change how you play afterwards? There, yes. Um, normally, if, if it gets to that point, they'll, they'll hit me for a lot, so I'll have to heal. And if I have to, because, you know, buffs and defense still, if I heal, it kind of throws off that whole, um, the, the combo, the, the, all those cards put together, it throws that off entirely. Okay. Which is why I usually also have the um, Eye of the Storm or the um, uh, Healing Rain, because it's quite a lot of healing, although it's spread out. It's true, yeah. Or the Vitalizing Frog, those things are nice. Yeah, I, I definitely. Anytime you can just straight up heal for six, it's worth it. Or the heroic starfish, I can still increase my damage and heal. Yep, yep. So, you've told me that thus far this deck is undefeated. In single player, yes. Multiplayer, I've won the last two, and I think the only reason I've lost the other ones before that is because it was more of a team up instance than. Uh, <laughs> I wish I was joking when I said it, but I have a friend, the friend who also who owns the shop. Yep. He plays, and he's like, "Well, no matter what, you're not winning." So I mean, I didn't win, but he didn't win either because I took him out. Sure. I mean, I like I said, I don't have much defense, but I have a lot of aggressive hits. Yeah, I can see that for sure. So I can normally I've, I I've played four player and I chewed through all all three players just with high hit high healing. I guess that works, yeah. I mean, <laughs> can't really argue with it. Hey, uh, can't argue with the results, right? Yep. So, um, I guess, do you see any flaws in this deck? Do, like, is there any way to beat you, do you think? Um, there is a way to beat me. I just, I honestly am not yet familiar with every card in the game. Okay. So I can't tell you how it would happen. But my guess, if you were to beat me, you'd probably either take the mountain for the high damage, the nature for the constant healing, or the dread for all the um, all the like buffs in play. It just makes it almost impossible to do anything. Uh, a real pain pain to play against is Astral. Yeah. Uh, because I play a guy who has the car- a card that will not let me attack. I've, yeah, card. the Subjugator, I believe. Yes, and a card that will not let me buff or defend. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you draw, and if you can only draw, it doesn't matter what deck you have in play. You're not doing anything. Yeah, if, especially if they take those turns then to to whittle you down some. Because I, I, the, the problem is if they let you live after that, like you're going to have a massive hand. Yeah. And have uh, I, like all your options out there in front of you. I generally play with a bigger hand, which means um, if you were really wanting to, what card I hate the most right now is the Umbram in format. I think it is, or is I can't remember the, the one that drops your hand down to like seven cards. No. Yeah. It lets you have five cards total. And if you have anything over that, it's going to hit you for two damage. Oh, okay, okay. Um, right now, if you see, I have Hurricane Spirits. Yep. I, I love playing those because I can get those. I, I not only remove, I have to use an ability, I have to use um, two action points. I, I get that. One to play it and one to tap the ability when it gets to that. But if I, want, if I want to, I remove two cards from your hand to your deck and I draw three. 
that's a win-win scenario for me all day. So that, so if you can restrict how many cards I can have in my hand, that's where it gets really brutal. That's I don't like playing with a small hand. So do you typically like? Do you find yourself taking full turns just to draw cards to get that big hand in the beginning, or do you just wait for things like Hurricane Spirit that allow you to draw cards? Um, a mix of the two. If I can pull Hurricane Spirit, chances are I will play it. And just so you know, Hurricane Spirit is also a great um, buff remover puller. Because a lot of people do not like that card for obvious reasons. So we'll use their buff remover to remove it. And then I can lay uh, a combo buff or whatever I want after it. So sure. while, Hurricane, while Hurricane Spirit will draw my cards for me and remove your cards, it also gives me the ability to... Um, to know that you can't really remove my cards unless you got really lucky with your draws. I I, I do like that because, yeah, I, w- with my current Storm deck, I definitely have a problem with people removing my buffs. Like, I'll get a great setup going and, you know, have, like, three buffs in play and the, it, buff removal comes out and removes two of them. Like, that, that setup's gone. Do you carry, just out of curiosity, I know this is my interview, but do you care... <laughs> Do you carry Thunderslug? I do. Okay. Um, really, if Storm had an anti-buff card, I think Storm would be like almost impossible to beat. If I could get an anti-buff card, I don't think you could beat my deck at this point. It's very possible. and I mean, honestly, th- that's where it'd be interesting, too, to see if you, if you had enough room in your deck. I don't know how much you rely on the exact numbers of cards you have out there. But while every single card I have to the number it's at, it's almost like a science. <laughs> have have you considered going cross order to get, you know, that one card that you need that might not be I, in storm? I've thought of looking at tech honestly, but that's for the um, I had I bought the uh, what was that that um that one? It's the toy that comes with the hero card and the item. Okay. The item, it's like three damage. You take one, you hit the opponent for three damage and you take one. Sure. And I don't know if it's time or not, but I'm, if I could find the right time weapon for it, I'd probably get it and use the um, uh, the time clock or fountain of time or something like that. Lets you move a buff back one or two. Yep. Yep. Fountain time, you can, yeah, r- rotate a buff forwards or backwards two spaces. Yeah. I understand is if you rotate it back to and it's on damage still you you would also they would take that damage again yeah that any numbers you, you pass over it take effect so if you pass so if i wanted to really mess with you i'd let stormwall get to the end and i'd rotate it back i don't think it would work with stormwall because i'm pretty sure it has to be an action buff i'd have to check that actually now but if it does work with combo buffs, I mean, that would be pretty nifty. It, it, it would be, but I, th- I think there's a reason that it doesn't. Yeah, I, I had to check that, honestly. It's, I, I've looked at it, but I've not done a lot of, um, not done a whole lot of searching into it. Sure. So, so have, have you yourself then actually played with anything but Storm? Uh, yes, I have bought a Mountain Starter Pack. Okay. Not, yeah, Mountain tech and a um what was my third one nature okay um, 
currently, I, honestly, I traded most of my cards that are non-storm to get storm. <laughs> Makes sense. Hey, if it works, it works. Yeah. I traded like seven nature cards of varying rarity for like three storm cards that I really needed to help complete my deck. So, I mean, I overtrade a lot on that stuff, but when you need something, you need it. Exactly. It's when's that last card you need for that perfect deck. I mean, right now your deck is about as perfect as it gets. If it's undefeated, I mean, why mess with it right now? So waiting to beat it. I'm kind of ready for it to take one loss. Yeah. I can see where my, I want to take a couple losses with it. So I'm like, okay, this needs fixed. This doesn't, this needs, so I can re-edit it. Sure. Um, this what I do. But to go back to the question, because I realized that I just beat around the whole bush. Um, I have played with Mountain. Okay. And I built a tech deck, and the tech deck did not uh, work. The Mountain did. The tech did uh, not. Fair enough. Because I am, I played my friend with a different friend. He got Astral and Dread, and I played his Astral, which is his main deck, with my Mountain, which was my secondary deck. And I ended up wiping the floor with him. <laughs> I already was killing with Storm, but I played Mountain against him. He had a slightly better chance at it, but I still ended up beating him. And that's not mad as arrogant. That just that's just how I explain things. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, um, I think we covered your deck pretty well. Any other last comments you want to make about it, about either how you use certain cards or any anything else to watch out for? Um, well, I just I play it with Storm Whisper. It doesn't get played a lot, but it's if it plays, it's awesome. But if it gets removed, you know what the op- the opponent generally does not have a buff remover at that point, which means I can usually play a combo in peace. Um, I'd say that I, I just realized that would be one of my weaknesses. I rely on my combos to be buffed too much that they get removed. I'm really hurting at that point. Okay. Because I had a game where I played Healing Rain. It was multiplayer, but I played Healing Rain because I was down to like 10 health. And the guy somehow knocked it out. He removed it the next turn so I couldn't heal. And it almost killed me. I ended up winning somehow at like one health the whole (laughs) rest. I don't even know how that happened. Like the guy beside me just could not draw an attack card to save his life. I've, I, I've been there. I've been there. Um. So yeah, that was really it. That was about it. Got any question? Any other questions about the deck? I think we're good for now. Um. I guess all I'd say then is if anyone wanted to get a hold of you, do, do you do you have a way that they could talk to you some more about this deck or about the game in general? I am currently um. I'm currently looking at that. I'm pretty. I, I think I'm going to be into this game pretty hardcore. So I'm looking at building a. a, a I'm looking at building a something for it. I just don't know what to do yet. If anyone's located in Indiana, and this is like giving my location away, I feel bad. <laughs> but I am. I generally on Saturdays, you will find me at a store called Light Flag Games. Okay. And so if anyone had any questions, that's where you would want to come. If you're out of Indiana, I'm working on that right now. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, if you do get something up and started, um, just get a hold of me and I can be sure to add that stuff to the show notes as well. I, I would appreciate that, man. Yeah, not a problem. 
All right. I think that's all we have for today. Thank you once again, Thomas, for coming on the show and sharing your deck with us. I think that's all we have for you. So we will see you next week. Big thank you once again to Thomas for coming on the show and sharing his deck with us. Thomas has contacted me since we recorded this episode a few weeks ago, and he did let me know, unfortunately, this deck did suffer one defeat. Now, as far as I know, it's still just one defeat, so it's, it seems to be a pretty strong deck. But just so you know, it's technically not undefeated anymore, but it's still fun to talk about. It, it lasted for quite some time as far as I understand. As this episode is being released, I am just getting back from PAX Unplugged, and I seriously hope that I have some awesome content to share with you coming out of this event. Uh, not only here on the podcast, but as well on DeliveryCrab.com. So pay attention for that. Stay tuned. We should have a lot of exciting things coming up shortly. And I'll let you know as soon as I know exactly what they are. That's all I have for this week. It's time for me to go make some more deliveries. Deliveries.